0: Hey crew, back on the podcast today, I've got the lovely Shay joining me, so I'll let her introduce herself. Um, if you are a regular listener or follow me on my Instagram, you'll probably know a fair bit about her already, but...
1: I'll let like her say so hi. Oh hi guys, thanks for having me on board Cash. So I am Cash's client. I've been training with him for the last 30 weeks. 30 years maybe. 30 years for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've been we've achieved uh, our goal, my goal of uh, fulfilling my 10 year dream of competing and winning the overall bikini champion at the umaras which was uh, an epic moment um yeah so that's been my experience so far to date and i am about to start with revo claremont um in the next three weeks yeah
0: that's super exciting (laughs) um let's go on a bit about like what got you like a bit around your goal because i think one of the one of the reasons why i got you on is because you're such a positive influence to other Young females, or even um, females around the same age, who mm-hmm. have gone through trauma and who have gone through really difficult stages of their life, and they're looking for some sort of inspiration or some sort of light at the tunnel to, to see what it can be like once you overcome that trauma.
1: Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, you're okay. Is, I'm
0: yeah, that's okay. Like, um, so yeah, what got you into the the routine yeah. of um, yeah. wanting that big goal?
1: Yeah, I think because for so long, I've been wanting, for 10 years, I've been talking about this, of wanting to compete. Um, Obviously, I've shared openly, I had an eating disorder of 17 years, very long time. Um, And I never got help until about three, four years ago. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, insane. So that's ego. That's, you know, just thinking that I can get over. Too much pride. Absolutely. Pride, uh, ego in the way, being stubborn. Um, not wanting all. shame um just embarrassment uh just yeah it was all a massive secret to be honest and um the, the the whole competing thing obviously very very extreme putting your whole body you know under so much pressure um and i think for me at the time all those years talking about it and never achieving it or never Like the amount of times I registered and never even started. (laughs) Yeah. So um, it was basically for me, my why wasn't strong enough. My why was for the wrong reasons. Basically, I think it was for me, was trying to escape what I was dealing with, my eating disorder. So I was chasing after a physique. My why at the time was to be thin, to be this crazy shape, um, thinking that that would cure what I was going through yeah and hence why i never achieved the goal for 10 years yeah so it was um it was only up until 3 4 years ago where i thought okay i have tried this many times i it's a vicious cycle i can't do it on my own it's time to get help and i you know i went saw a psychologist it was scary it was Honestly, absolutely confronting. Yeah, really it was confronting. just like you're sitting there, you're asked- vulnerable. Vulnerable. It's mm. raw. You're confronting stuff that you've never even you never even thought that was that was there. So it was crazy. Just childhood, um, growing up, expectations of yourself. You know, I'm a perfectionist. Um, so all of those things, and it was very scary. Um, and I didn't understand the stuff behind my eating disorder as well. So there was a lot of stuff. The eating disorder was a loss of sense of control, obviously body image issues, self-worth, all of that. So um, eventually I got help and then I really committed. I was like, I'm the type of person, it's all in or nothing. So I was like, if I'm going to do this, it's 100%, I'm gonna dedicate putting myself, like getting myself like in being uncomfortable. Um, I'm gonna be comfortable with that. I'm going to be honest with myself, and yeah, and then I did the work, I I committed, there was tears, I've cried so much, Um, it was painful, and then um, eventually, I, yeah, where I, when I felt I was ready, I thought about competing, so I felt like, even with my 30 weeks prep, the prep was done before the prep, so it wasn't just 30 weeks, like, it wasn't, just before I came to you where I you know oh I'm my English disorder's gone so now I'm ready to prep no absolutely not like there was so much work prior to that and then eventually I was like you know what this this goal I still want to compete but I had to ask myself why do I want to compete why like am I competing to chase a physique am I competing for me Am I competing for the right reasons? For who and why? That was the biggest two questions I asked myself constantly, and even in those hard times with you, the hard times on my own, the hard times when I had refit days, um, you know, the the Bulgarian split <laughs> all the Bulgarian
0: split <laughs> <the> <laughs> <Swiss laughs> squats,
1: just those two questions. And because the answer was right, and the answer was the same for those two questions the whole time, that's the reason why I was able to achieve what i achieved which is crazy yeah i love it
0: (laughs) and you know uh, a part that you're talking about there was how people will try to escape a Mm -hmm. disorder or they'll try to escape let's say a situation in their life um trauma hardship whatever you want to label it as people tend to try to escape it, and at the end of the day like uh you know myself being a a, uh drug addict at one point in my life you Mm -hmm. don't ever stop being a drug addict mm. you just live with that every single day yeah. and you try make every day a little bit better than last yeah. and i feel like from speaking to people like you and other uh, people who have gone through ed is you never don't have an eating disorder you've always got it mm. it's learn how to live live with it every single day and try to better yourself every single day
1: i love that it's so true and mm. this is why like you know, I chose to be coached under you oh. because I think, like I absolutely related to you straight away. When you know, I learnt about your history. I learnt about your background. It's not who you identify yourself with, but because of all the stuff that you went through, you're now, you know, like you say, just being better every day and being so aware of that and and being able to manage things that like triggers things that comes up. Um, it's just you know, you just you manage it on a daily basis. And I love that. That's why I, I just yeah, instantly I was like, Yeah, I want to be coached by Cash. Oh, thank and you. Like, <laughs> that's very awesome. Yeah, and, and like that's why we've been able to achieve what we have because you understood like you always asked me, that was the, always the question, how are you feeling mentally? In our check-ins, on the phone, at you know, after it wasn't it's beyond um our training sessions twice a week. It's you know, it's the um, after hours, you, you don't have yeah. to call me at 9.30. You're like, are you alive? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, Especially if I like, see your story like, and I'm like, like, something's not right yeah, here. Yeah, you can't get away
1: from Coach Cash. So as soon as you post on a good story, he's like, okay. On the <laughs> break, <laughs> you am to him a call. What's this happening? This true. <laughs>
0: Another thing too that you're talking about is like, uh, again, going back to that trying to escape something mm. or trying to replace it with something else. Yeah. Um, that will never happen. And I think to any young female or any uh, anyone listening for that for that saying, is that if you're trying to escape something and replace it with something else, that won't ever work. You got to learn how to adapt what you've learned from those situations and become the person you need to in order to get the result you want. Yeah. So for you, for example, it was like. It wasn't like, oh, ED's gone, I'm just going to go compete now. Or it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to compete, try to get rid of my ED. It's like, mm. I'm going to compete with ED and prove yeah. that it can be done. Yeah. Um, because that's I think that's the real power, is being able to do life well mm. with the hardship and walk with that trauma and pain.
1: Mm. Yeah, I love that. It's so true. And I think that's the that's why I wanted to share openly about it, because I didn't know if I... like. There were so many times where I was like, what if I fail? <laughs> like, I'm going to fail and people are
0: going to see this, you know? And I, there was Especially whole... when you're so open about it, yeah. right? You, you, you put yourself out there, which not yeah. enough people do. Yeah. Um, and I mean, hats off to you that you do because it, it gives a lot of, and I'm sure you've had a lot of people reach out to you, but a lot yeah. of people hope that they yeah. can get through situations that they're currently in or been stuck in for years yeah. and see what can be done if you just set your mind to it.
1: Yeah, ah, uh, absolutely. I just, I wanted to showcase that because I wasn't able to do it for so long. And so I wanted to show that I'm like any other person. I'm, there's, there was no secret. There's nothing. It's me being completely myself on my hard days, on good days, but it's just me focusing each day. And it's, um, and the moments that really define, um, yourself and your inner strength are those moments that are the hardest so it's great moments where I feel like I'm you know like I've conquered all my goals for the day. but there were days where I was like crap I've eaten a thousand calories over and it wasn't by accident it was because I was like I just I just caked or I had a shitty session or I just um, you know refed days where it felt so uncomfortable to be so full but I had to see it through because I was like this is me now showing up for myself and these are the moments that I'm going to look back on and be like, holy shit, I actually did that. I overcame that without me overthinking it, of thinking like, oh, okay, an eating disorder, like, I want to get rid of this food. It was me just, you know, day after day after day. And it was all fun. And I wanted to showcase that, like, I could do it. Anybody could. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A big part of what made you so successful and what will make you so successful in the following season to come, right, is Mm -hmm. your ability to hold yourself accountable. Which I think, um, I have a lot of clients who are probably listening right now who struggle with accountability. Mm -hmm. They go, this isn't my fault, this is your fault. Mm -hmm. So they they try to pass the torture blame to someone else. Or they'll just ignore it altogether. An example of that is tracking the days we eat over. There's a lot of people, I was trying to make a video about this yesterday, but I couldn't get the wording right, and I, I must have recorded about 10 times, and I was like, bugger this, I'll do it another time. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, but it's all good and well tracking the days, uh, when it comes down to calories I'm talking about here, tracking the days where you're eating religiously like you do every day and everything's fine. Yeah. It's a different ball game to holding yourself accountable to the days where you eat like a fat piece of shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And like going, Oh, this day's fine because you know, I ate intuitively today, but no, actually you gorged to your yeah. fucking couldn't fit any more food in yourself. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to track it because I'm actually too shit scared and won't hold myself accountable to, to myself to actually track it. It's like doing that mm. makes a lot long lasting results and a better mental health state than it does trying to ignore a problem like you should never ignore a problem
1: agree and that's the same thing as we go back to talking about escaping
0: Mm. it's like
1: you know those are yeah it's because the whole prep like i swear i don't think anyone will have a prep that is perfect like every single day is perfect i stuffed up so many times and i was still able to achieve what i achieved so it is like you have to hold yourself accountable as scary as it is but it's confronting that like okay crap today I went over by this many calories why so like asking yourself why was there an emotional trigger what like and how can you attack that day better like um before you know before deciding you're going to just go all crazy maybe sit with your emotions maybe sit down pull out a journal you know write this and and those feelings might pass that's what's worked for me, um, but finding ways like maybe it's meditation, maybe it's just calling a friend, calling a partner, and having a chat. You know, you just I think we 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 emotionally eat. That's what's like you know when you celebrate you're eating when you're sad you know you're heartbroken. You know, he he have some food. How good is ice cream when Oh you're mate, ice cream is really
0: good. Jesus, I mean, ice cream's really good. I mean ice cream's great <laughs> so, in general, yeah. but if you're heartbroken, ice cream is the bomb of <laughs> the so It's metal. about as cold as the heart feels <laughs> at that <laughs> moment <laughs> in time.
1: I agree. <laughs> agree.
0: <laughs> uh, I remember when I broke up with my last long term relationship. Yeah. Um, I think I sat uh, I sat down with a, a two litre tub of ice cream and a container of sprinkles and poured in there. I'm like, I'm gonna finish this tub. I was like I can't you actually did? handle a lot of dairy, so I set, I got about 100 oh. for I like, uh, <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's>, <laughs> between your tears. <laughs> you're like,
0: what, great. Why, i got ice cream all over my face? <laughs> you're a bit obsessed with
1: sprinkles,
0: aren't you? I love my sprinkles. Cash right? is sprinkles on his
1: right. Sprinkle Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I love sprinkles. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly like that. Like you're saying, right? We eat out of emotion. Like, yeah. um, you know, Hunger is emotion yeah right um Mm -hmm. being full like being being sad being happy being uh being in a state of like absolute joy Mm. we all all these are attached to some point of food if you look at like the entirety of life like um uh a saying they used to live by i don't actually say enough anymore but food is not just fuel Mm -hmm. food is a celebration of life we use it for birth, we use it for death, we use it for celebration of love, we use it for celebration of new life, all, like, all of it. Mm-hmm. Every every part of our life aspect, we have always used food traditionally to celebrate, yeah. or for passing, whatever reason it is. So I think when people try to fight that and go, no, nah, food is only fuel, it's like, maybe there's uh, you know, there's one or two percent of the human beings out there who can be machines and things like that, but yeah. at the end of the day, food is a celebr- celebr- celebratory food. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, I agree. Yeah. If you are invited to an event and there's no food, it's like oh, so like, why did so you, you invite me? me? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, what yeah. Well, I just had some what's like bro- some Doritos and a bottle huh? Like, you motherfucker yeah, what's You dragged me out here for that.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, somewhere like not knowing about now if you live at, if you're listening and you live in Perth, go to North Street store oh. in Swanbourne. It's amazing, but if, uh, if you ever come to an event that I'm holding that has food, there would be a uh, stack high of cinnamon <laughs> scrolls and Conti rolls. Oh,
1: bomb, bomb. <laughs> You'll find me there as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it. Got off track there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway,
0: like I was saying, so mm. you know, using uh, having supports for when you're feeling emotional because not everything's yeah. going to be perfect. Nope. And like you're saying that you, you had those supports there and you realize yeah. things... That worked well for you on different days because sometimes the same technique won't always work for the same emotion. Yep. Did you find that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I am um, for sure. Um, yeah, there were moments that I just, I just knew. I think, like, yeah, prep. You have such a routine. Um, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices that you do make. Um, they are sacrifices. Yeah. Um, and you choose those sacrifices. Um, and I just found myself like didn't have enough time for myself, like I didn't, because I would train with you in the mornings, I'd get my training done in the mornings because by the afternoon I'm, I'm, I'm wrecked, I'm completely out. So, I didn't do keep my morning routines as I usually would, where I go for a coast walk in the morning, I don't touch my phone, I don't have a look at um, Instagram, or any of that, it's just I set my intention for the day and that was, that was always my you time in the mornings every day, and hence why I moved to the beach, because I'd found peace and found my serenity there. Um, I found that was difficult during prep, so I did kind of keep a one or two days, but on days where it just got a little bit crazy, that was where I was feeling anxiety, I was starting to feel a little bit like angst, um, there were, you know, more, yeah, I got a little bit emotional where, yeah, I just had to stop. Um, yeah, just, I just had to move training around. So just knowing how to tackle, not every solution is going, not one single solution is going to work, for you know, um, the different things that's gonna come up. Mm. That's so true. Yeah.
0: And that's why it's so important to have, um, this is something I, I say quite often to clients but, and friends as well, but just having really strong supportive stakes in the ground mm. for when you need it. Yes. Uh, whether that is uh, a psychologist, whether that is a family member. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, like. This is one thing I've, I think helped you a lot mm. um, more than most other people is you have a very strong intimate relationship. Um, and supportive intimate relationship with, mm-hmm. uh, with your partner, right? So yeah. having that support makes a huge difference uh. in someone's life compared to having, like if you're, if you're going into any big goal yeah. and you don't have someone like that, <laughs> it makes it a lot harder. Or if you are with someone who isn't like that, it's gonna make it 10 times harder. So have a look, and I always say this to people, like, um, have a look at your surroundings before yeah. you sit down and talk about your goals. Because those people that are surrounding you need to be in line with your goals. If they're not, it's going to make it very difficult. It's going to be trying to escape uphill. Oh. It's, you're going to be fighting against other people's uh, beliefs, other people's standards, and other yeah. people's opinions. Yep. The moment you do that, it the, lets that self uh, negative self-talk creep in your own mind, yes. and that's going to have a negative effect and impact on your results. So I think that's, that's really important. Oh,
1: so true, Cash. Like... Steve, my partner, has been an incredible partner. He's only been the partner that support me through this. Uh, one of the biggest factors that I haven't been able to compete like years, for the 10 years, is um, being in relationships that didn't see my goal. I didn't, yeah, they 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 tore me down for wanting to do it. You know, that it's vanity, that it's, um, yeah, they they didn't understand why I wanted to do it. They and I was already really self conscious about myself. Um, obviously wanting to do it for the wrong reasons, but when you're in a relationship like that, like you're just not. It's it's hard. Yeah, you are battling, and um, yeah, I have to say this whole I've really cut out toxic friendships, toxic relationships, like anything that doesn't serve me, that doesn't align with me, doesn't sit with me right. I've said no. And my rule, my principle has always been, if it's not a fuck, yes, it's a no. Yeah. <laughs> and I've applied that to everything. <laughs> I love that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so good.
1: So, yeah, that's worked incredibly well. And, um, yeah, Steve has been so supportive. He's been there between you and checking on in on me and it's him you know every day just um backing reporting out, back to
0: me as well reporting back to you <laughs> he's yeah. like yeah she's yeah i can't remember his accent but he's like yeah she's a bit crazy so, <laughs> I don't know, she's 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 getting a bit angry. <laughs> i'm pretty i think that's how he sounded i could be wrong <laughs> you'll correct me later <laughs>
1: <laughs> very close. Isn't
0: nice? he's, he's Irish, isn't he? Yeah, me Yeah, um, yeah yeah I I apologise to any Irishman listening if that was a more of <laughs> a Scottish action. <laughs> I
1: can't get it right. <laughs> that's too <rude>. great.
0: <laughs> um But you know, an amazing dude. You could see just how much he cared about you mm. and cared about how well you were.
1: Yeah. Um you
0: like so He cared so much about your well being. Yes. Um and that's that's so important to if you're in a relationship, and I've been in these type of relationships myself, um, where someone else is talking down on you or um trying to diminish your standards yeah. that you have, it's um it's yeah it's it's super painful to have to go through that because you're trying to you're one trying to. Work for yourself, right? You're trying to work on yourself, yes. and then two, you're trying to get someone else. You're trying to almost negotiate with someone else why you're doing what yeah. you're doing. That yeah. the moment you have to negotiate with anyone about what you're doing yeah. is the moment you turn around and go. I don't actually need you in my life, yeah. um, because this is not what I need. Like this is not going to help me get to where I need to get to. Yeah. It's like you're either, like you said, all in, or all out, yep. like. I think at the same time saying that I think it's also important to have people to give you a reality check on things yeah, as well um, if they are people that you respect and you're like cool like, I'm actually going to take on board what you're saying mm. but when it's someone in your closest intimate relationships um, that and you're like this is my goal and they're like I think that's you know, stupid that you're doing that it's like well clearly you're not supposed to be in that situation yeah, yeah. did you
1: ever find like obviously you're so strong minded and like where you are now but like in those relationships those times where you had to negotiate on your goals did you did you ever feel like you started questioning yourself as well like on the things that you wanted or like your values and
0: yeah, right I yeah, like uh, yeah, I compromise. Yeah.
1: Like I've done that. And
0: I've been that person who compromised for mm. someone else. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, it made me depressed. Yep. Made me very unhappy. Mm. Uh, it made me not like obviously taking away things like motivation. Mm. Um, yeah. It made day-to-day things very difficult. So yeah, if your values don't align with your environment, mm. Um, get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, Change the (laughs) environment. Like you're not a tree. You don't have to fucking stay rooted in one place. Like, uh, yes, it creates uncertainty. And I think that's another thing too, right? Is, um, uh, whenever you go through any sort of trauma or hardship, you get that, you get that need for certainty. Um, and you want things to be certain, and you want to be in control because when you've been out of control, it feels like the world's going to end. Mm-hmm. When you walk out of situations that, are um, and this is a lot of the time, the reasons why people stay in negative situations is because they're certain that it's there's security there. They're certain there's some sort of security there, even though it's not good for them mm. even though it's affecting that it's needed for their mental health they know that those bad feelings are certain so they're not going to move because they, they fear that the unknown is more going to hurt them more than the current situation is yeah. already hurting them so yeah. being able to come to terms and take on board the uncertainty mm. that comes with things i think is a is a huge step up which is something that you um displayed very well
1: yeah i agree it's i think that is a that's one of the, like a big, I guess, like issue for people, like reaching out for help, even like in you know like hiring a coach, getting a PT, and all th- because they've tried all the things they have, but it's that security and certainty of it hasn't worked before, rather than kind of being open to take the risk to let's try something different. I don't know what's going to be like, but you know, I think there's that too, that element. There's a lot of people that tend to reach out to me, and then kind of, you don't hear from them or they freak out a little bit and they're like, oh, you know, but that, what they've done hasn't, haven't worked. And that that's the same with, I guess, with my past experience. Why 17 years? It took me so long to get help because I was like, no, 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 I've got this, I've got this. And then I would, you know, be fine for the next few days. And then I'm like, no, I don't have this. But uh, yeah, it's that, it's, it's taking that risk and you don't know what's going to happen next, but there's that um, saying that I always recall is um, people are rather like be that certainty to be in unhappiness or be in pain than take the risk of of maybe there's a chance to be happy.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of people. La-
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a lot of people choose that path.
1: Yeah. That's why Not, you know,
0: like um, myself, as someone who's always gone, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna take a step back, take three steps forward in any way I can, yeah. um, it is the same sort of thing that pushes you from going, all right, I had the security like, as a personal trainer, yeah. but you know, I went from uh, having the security of having a job mm. where I got my tax paid, got my super paid, I showed up every day, I worked set hours, come home, and that's it, life is certain. You yeah. know every day you go, you're gonna get the paid the same amount, life is fine. Yeah. Taking a step away from that to go do your own thing business-wise, mm. Creates a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, and being willing to take that risk is one thing. Yes. But being willing to see it through all the way, through the hardships mm-hmm. and seeing it through to the end and the good times is um, a whole other level as well, um, which is, a, a, as I could imagine, you've gone through through prep. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah. And I see that in, like, what you say, what you've gone through. Like, I said to you, leaving a secure a secure job and going to a PT. And it's just like... Um, you know, when people say, Oh, the, the turnover is so high in the industry. It people is people give up. People give up. They're not yeah. they're not
0: built for this shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: also lack of passion and obsession because yeah. I haven't seen someone who is passionate and obsessed with being a good coach, being a, a personal trainer, failed.
0: I yeah, haven't. Exactly. If that's
1: a question, I'm like, okay, yeah. you are like I watch you being obviously being your client, but I've observed you and your clientele and you know, and, um, you're busy, like you're booked up. <laughs> so, and I'm like, well, you're, you've got passion. You're obsessed. You know, you don't, you don't just do your training class. Like you're, you're waking up the weekends. I
0: don't
1: do them. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you, you don't
0: just... I don't, I try not to do them. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> that is a joke. Um, <laughs> so it's cool. like, it's outside of those hours too that people don't see you in the gym but you're working on your business you're doing the admin stuff you're doing the 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 non-sexy stuff you know mm. you're doing all of that stuff but that's yeah. because you're obsessed and you're you know you have passion well, and drive. And... yeah
0: it's like there's no other <laughs> way because the moment you take your foot off and yeah. i've done this um times like uh, while well, being a personal trainer now for four and a half years yeah um and there's been times where i've taken my foot off just a bit yeah Every time I have, it has a significant impact on my business. Mm. So I've learned now that just don't fucking take your foot off. Like there's yeah. times you got to completely take it off, take a break, but you have to have the support systems in place to, to carry on the work that you're doing or uh, of some sort keep things rolling. So it doesn't completely disengage you from the business. Yeah. Like you, I think, uh, Tony Robbins, uh, pits it really well Is he's like, um, in one of his speeches he was talking about how there is no such thing as work life balance mm. but there is a complete thing of work life integration so being uh, integrating your life mm. into your work and if you're passionate enough like your work like you know everyone's heard the saying if you if you love what you do you don't work a day in your life mm. That's true to an extent, but you also have to work your ass off. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's a lot easier to do that work when you love it, mm. because it's not it's not stress. Like um, it's it's purely just things that need to be done, like brushing your teeth. It's like running your business. It's like wake up in the morning, brushing your teeth. It's all the non-negotiables that you have every single day yeah. that leads to a better result, regardless of what the goal is.
1: Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You mentioned that a lot, of many times. That's why. Yeah. You know when someone just talk about things over and over again? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> because they believe it, right? It's yeah. like, it's what they live by. It's just a repetition of, yeah. Love it. Yeah.
0: I think that's a big mm. one. Like, the non-negotiables. Like, you have yeah. to set yourself some non-negotiables. Yeah. Um, and you don't always get perfect. Like, God, I have, like, I've, I've messed up a lot of things. Um, Even though, like, I've had clean streaks for, like, things on, for such a long period of time, and then i mess messed something like, up. I'm like... This is why I have non-negotiables. I'm like, yes. that is why. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you, you do learn from your mistakes. And like you said, like even with prep, it's not always going to be perfect. No. And it's not always, not every day is like, uh, like you make these conscious decisions that you know are going to have a negative impact. Yes, You can't let that derail your entire journey.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. that's what I think what people... That's the perception, though, and that's why I really wanted to showcase that I'm not going to be perfect. I knew I wasn't going to be perfect. Um, I'm disciplined. Um, Yeah, I am disciplined, but that was those moments where I had to really show up and like, okay, well, didn't do well on that one, but the next meal I can do better. The next day I can do better. You know, like, how can I do better? It's – those are the moments that are important. Um, It's not like to let them be like, okay, I've – well, I stuffed up today. I went over a 1,000 calories, so – it's, it's all gone now. I failed. Yeah. Like if, I, if I had I know, said right? that, Like, I would have not gotten here. Yeah. I would have not... I would have not made it on anywhere close had I just been like, oh, well, I stuffed up, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Like, how many
0: times do you see people do that, though? They give up on their goals. Yeah. Like, and I, I have this... Uh, I wouldn't say frequently,
1: mm. but...
0: Um, I suppose the word would be sometimes with clients yeah. is they will mess something up in there. They might go backwards on their results because they yeah. ate like a dickhead for a week and didn't train. Yep. And then they're like, Oh,
1: me, it's, no, no, no <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, like you get clients that do that after going really well for X amount of time. And then I won't hear from them for a while. And I'm like, yeah. look, like I've got to, have to sit down and have the conversation with them going, look one week out of the 12 weeks you did well. <laughs> didn't go well, yep. doesn't mean you throw 12 weeks out the window. What you do is you sit down, look at yourself in the mirror and go, how am I going to do better today, better than I did yesterday? Yes. Uh, the answer should be as simple as going, look, I'm just going to focus on one thing to get better. It might be just one meal.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's and that's how you revert back to the start. Cause if you look at how you started to do something that led to the, the um, trying to think of the word, um, it's that snowball effect, um, traffic. I think away, but the snowball effect of when things start moving. Yeah. Um momentum. That's yes. the word. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> took me a little while there. Yeah. But if you look at the things that led you to your success, it's all things that took momentum. And like success breeds success, energy yeah. breeds energy. So the more things you do that will make you gain momentum, yeah. um, the faster and easier the process becomes. Yeah. And the more um the more natural it becomes too. So if you have a week off, always revert back to what got you m- moving at the start, yeah. which could be your why, which mm-hmm. could be your, you know, like whatever it is, um, that will
1: help you get back on track every time. Yeah. And I agree. I agree. And I think that's why, like for me, I looked back at like our check-in photos, you know, I had a, we our weekly check-in photos. I kept a whole record, which I'll share with you. Um, the Excel spreadsheet of all of my measurements and stuff like that. We had weeks where I'd, my measurements didn't move. Like as crazy, we talk about how my, how crazy my genetics were and how fast I can drop body fat, but there were some weeks that things didn't move and things went up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Days, like what's going on? <laughs> um, but I could have been like, "Oh, this is not working, or this is crap," or you know, yeah, I felt forget like. About I found... yeah, forget about competing. Yeah, forget it. I don't want to compete anymore because I'm no. not going to make it. But yeah. we push through. We're like, "Okay, cool. What can we do? Let's make some tweaks, Let's make some changes, and reassess." Um, that's momentum. That's just reflecting and just um, making an assessment and making changes. So you, you gotta, you gotta. Those are the moments that you could confront. Like, how do you show up on those moments? It's all good and well kicking goals and daily but when things don't turn out you as you expect and no su- success isn't linear like it's like how many times have you failed for you to become successful
0: Mm. Like, yeah, me, you. like yeah, on like a daily go. basis? Or? <laughs> <laughs> exactly <right. laughs> Like I'm not like God. An example was I, I was doing a podcast yesterday and I've recorded I think fifty-five podcasts so far. Yeah. Never had an issue. Yeah. And yesterday I recorded a podcast with very lovely uh Montana dunphy who's a nutritionist here in Perth. Um uh, sorry, exercise physiologist and nutritionist. And I forgot to clear some space on my iPhone storage and so after an hour podcast I didn't record and I was like, Oh my god, I've just wasted this poor girl's time. Um, I feel horrible. And then I was like, all right, cool. I've got a podcast with Shay tomorrow. I'm like, I was like, fuck, I better not fuck this up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make sure I tick off those little things that I know I need to do. So make sure the iPhone's good, storage is okay. And like, you know, those yeah. little things So like, you're not going to get every day perfect. No. And like, you can do something really well for a long period of time and still get it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Those little details that you miss out on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. don't stress.
1: Exactly. Yeah
0: you know what i love doing i love actually talking to anyone who's got a few years on me right and mm-hmm. asking their best advice um one of my clients jeremy who's uh got a neurological disease which yeah. causes lesions in the spine which um, yeah. affects his ability to his motor patterns for his lower limbs so pretty much yeah. from um i think mid o'donnell down uh, which is where the lesions of the spine are yeah. he doesn't have a lot of movement over his legs so for example he will think move his leg a certain way mm. the signal will go down and it will revert to a different part of the leg and he's like so the thought process to him trying to move his leg doesn't always happen the same way so That's it might yeah. shoot off to another part of his leg and he's like I walk this way and he's like oh, I'm going this way yeah. um, anyway so one of his best advice life advices to me was um, don't sweat the small stuff he's mm. like he and he used to be a litigation lawyer and he said like even then when people were trying to sue each other after after enough time people forget about the rawness of the situation and they calm down and go, maybe it actually wasn't that bad. And most of the time, if we look at all the shit we've gone through, (laughs) stress like trauma, um, events, life crises, whatever, pain, at the time it's so acute and it hurts so much or it causes so much stress. And then you look back on it and you go, usually you look back and see the lessons learned. Yeah. Um, and that's what you've got to try to take away. It's very difficult to do that in any situation where you've got uh, where you've got that acute pain yep. or you've got that acute failure, which is what we're talking about. Um, looking back at it and trying to take the lessons from it is the best thing you can do in those situations.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I, th- I, think, so. I think that... Um, yeah, I think being a few years older than you, a few years... <laughs>
0: So, uh, for people that don't know, how old is Shay? How old am I? I am
1: a 34 years young. 34 years young. Yeah. She, if you haven't
0: seen Shay, she looks like she's like 21. Uh, uh my she she acts life. like a 12 year old. Yeah, uh, that's
1: quite crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Pretty sure you
0: still dress in like you know 20 20 year old clothing. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> With my overalls. Yeah. No, I love it. No, um, yeah. Yeah, you talk about um. Yeah, I think, I think the I am the probably the most terrified person ever. Like, fear has been my absolute. I know this. Yeah, you've noticed. Like, <laughs> I I'm like terrified of everything, and the whole certainty that you talk about, like, that was me years ago. I was like, I need a certainty. You know, like I I was the typical met, bought my first house at twenty five, and then I was like, I'm just gonna get married, with my first sweetheart, high school sweetheart. You know, have my kids at twenty seven. 34. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. i a dog.
0: You do have <laughs> I'm an a dog. You, you got a, you got, you got a yeah, Steve. I've got a Steve. Steve I've got an Rogers. amazing
1: Steve. Um, but things don't plan out as you expect them to. And at the time, you know, I lost my house, I my engagement broke, and it felt like the end of the world. Like for me at 25. I was like, holy shit, like I was earning nothing, lost my house, lost everything, was humiliated, heartbroken. Thought I was gonna die. You, you know, breakups just feel when like pain
0: feels so intense, you're gonna die. You feel like you're yeah, gonna die. Legit. You feel
1: like how do you how do you see like are you gonna ever get over this? Are you gonna get through this? But it is it's all of that. Um, but you're stronger than you are. And I think now practicing just being present. Um, I'm like I always think when I feel anxious, when I feel scared, terrified, all of those things. I'm like okay, right now, right now, where I am. What what what's wrong? Like I ask myself that question. I'm like nothing. I'm here. Like what I'm is alive. physically wrong? Yeah. What's physically wrong? Yeah. And I I'm do like,
0: the exact same thing. Do, yeah, yeah. Do you? Because I'm do. like,
1: I'm breathing. I can feel the air. I can see things. I'm like, and I take a few breaths, and I'm like, nothing. Nothing's wrong. Mm. And that's just checking myself every time. when I'm like, suddenly all these overwhelm feel, feelings um, arrive. That that's what I how, I how I approach it to really check myself. Um, because, yeah, I don't think... I'll always... Not that, you know, I am... I don't... I will acknowledge fear within me because I know there'll be things that I will be scared of. You know, fear has gotten in the way.
0: Like walking into leg day with me. Uh,
1: yeah. It's like walking Massive like, in fear. My you're heart's like, racing.
0: can't do this. going to walk <laughs> my- back out to my car and drive <laughs> no. home and say I'm sick. <laughs> so I got a flat heart- tire.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's just uh it's just yeah, checking yourself and just taking yourself back to this present moment all the time. Every single time. Acknowledge fear and just use that, use that to thrive. So I use that, I'm like, okay, I there is fear, absolutely. And I'm like, Cool, I acknowledge you, that's cool. Um, but I'm gonna do it anyway. If it's you know, if it's worth doing, um and if I want it, I'm like, I'm doing it. Despite fear. So it's yeah.
0: Yeah, like I do the same method. Like, um, you know, anytime I'm going for a stressful situation,
1: mm.
0: I look at what physically is actually wrong. And ninety nine point two percent of the time, there's nothing physically wrong. Mm. It's just the intangibles of life yeah. uh, that you can't see. Yep. So it, you know, mm. creates havoc in your mind. And like, you know, the saying is that I got ninety nine problems and they're <laughs> all in my mind. <laughs> it's like like nothing's actually like if you look around like. You, you, usually, most of us uh, got people in our lives that love us. Yeah. Um, you know, if you live, if you live in, in the Western world, you've probably got more than, oh. if you've got more than $5 in your bank account, you've actually got more money than uh, I think it's like 90% of the world's population. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you've got a roof over your head and you've got food in your fridge and yeah. your electricity, you're better off than 90% of the world's entire population. Now, if you look at it from that perspective, yep. um, regardless of you know how bad a situation may feel at the acute at the acute time, mm. it's um, you're in a really good place,
1: oh, mm. aren't you? I know that's why I think like I don't say it all the time, and I'm, I think people just think I'm a clown because I'm like I have so much gratitude, <laughs> like I have well, so same. much gratitude. Yeah, yeah well, you do too, right? It's just like how good is life? Like how many times have we said that before? I'm like how good is life right now? That's <laughs> oh, beautiful. Like it's.
0: Incredible. sitting next to a, a cinnamon
1: <laughs> scroll waiting to me exactly like life is so good i mean yeah. i that's the thing sometimes we just need to pull up on ourselves when we think things are so hard and i think with social media with all of these you know all these distractions and stuff like that that we create or we amplify that for ourselves but when you look at at obviously the COVID situation and everything, it's pulled things back. It's like, what are the really important things? And then you just realise, crap, when you've taken all that away, like the lockdown and all the freedom, people just wanted to be outside. People just wanted to connect to their friends. They wanted to see their families. Like, how crazy is that?
0: <laughs> it's the simplest things.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: It's like um, the saying I love, uh, it's actually on my bedroom wall. from mm. a poster is... Uh, yeah. Sorry, it's gone from my head for a second. But this uh, this morning with her having coffee, Johnny Cash when version of yeah. paradise. Um, and like literally that's like a, you know, I have, I have friends that are like, Oh yeah, what about you know being on a pe- being on a beach drinking cocktails on an island or something? Like that gets old pretty fast. Yeah. If you've done it once or twice, it's like that's not yeah. all there is to life. Like you can if you can't find joy yeah. in the most simple moments in life. Yep. having more friends more money more fame more acknowledgement does not and will not make you happy absolutely
1: not, yeah. absolutely not. Um, but you can see that like with the COVID, like COVID all of that you know all the uncertainty that's happened in the last couple of years and when you take that all away it's like it's the basic stuff that matters the very basic stuff and the stuff that we can't buy you can't buy no uh, no we can't it's the you can't buy moments in time yeah exactly you can't buy it. time no
0: like a, and like, a, if there's a few lessons I've learned from people who have a lot of wealth mm-hmm. I say like no matter how much money you make you can't buy the time
1: mm-hmm. you can't
0: buy time back so there's times with loved ones times with friends or family yeah. times uh, by yourself where you're just in moments of joy like um, you just those are the things that you you want to spend your energy on yeah, yeah so be careful Very. I suppose the lesson from that from that mm-hmm. offshoot there is that be careful where you spend your mental energy
1: oh. because we only
0: have so much of it
1: yeah absolutely agree mm-hmm. and like how good like once you kind of detox and like I use the word detox but like you get rid of things that don't serve you toxic relationships, friendships, environments stuff like that just your energy is focused on just being better and doing better for the people that you care about that's it and yeah. that amplifies wherever you put your energy it will amplify and it will grow
0: yeah, yeah. 100% I love that um, uh, like, and that's, that's why I like, uh, anytime I have a client come to me, mm. I always look at like overall, what skills can I give them that will serve them a the person for life when they're not with me? Yeah. Uh, instead of, yes, I think cool. for any personal trainers listening, don't look at clients as in they're with you for that time. So you, you only serve them for that time. Mm. It's how do you give them all the skills they need? So when they aren't training with you and they'll moved on from being a client, they have all the knowledge that you've taught them to be able to succeed in whatever it is, goal they have. And I think so that's, cool. that's so important.
1: I love that. Mm. That's the difference of, yeah, being a good coach. Yeah. That's a massive difference. Yeah, you look you at go them go. as an entirety, as a human being, as a person, as their lifestyle, and that you've left uh, something, you know, that they can take on. And yeah.
0: the yeah, so skills, like, uh, you know, living a healthy lifestyle and mm. a good mindset and a good place is a skill. Yeah. Uh, and it's a skill like building building uh, take back to bodybuilding again. So yep. building a physique is hard work and a skill. Yeah. Building the mindset capable of doing that is also a skill. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget that part. Yeah. And I think it's so important to be able to establish that mindset first if your goal is to go into something that extreme. Mm. because the sport light like body movement is extreme Yeah, uh, it is the very extreme of human physics yeah. um, a lot of people go oh it's not a real sport because you're not mm-hmm. um, you know you're not running on a track or some shit. I don't know,
1: yeah. it.
0: And it's like, well, you go do that. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you go get yourself that way yeah. and tell me how easy it is it and is. how it's not a real sport. Isn't it a funny? Yeah. It's
1: always the people that actually haven't done it before. You ask them and they haven't done it, but they have an opinion. It's always the critics. <laughs> they do, you know. Right? It's,
0: it's always the critics pointing at how the strong person stumbles. Yeah. It's the people yeah. sitting in the crowd well the people yeah the, the people that sit in the crowd mm. who are not a part of the actual struggle yeah. will point and say how that person failed. Yeah. it's not the person who's saying next to you competing with you because there's a difference in respect people have who've gone through a similar process mm. or attempted to go through a similar process that had for you versus the ones that have never even tried oh.
1: I agree, yeah. And that's, agree. that's business, that's life, <laughs> that's friendships, life general,
0: yeah. yeah, like work, relationships, yeah. like all of it. Like, um, regardless of which way you put it, the people on the outside always have the loudest voice. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I oh, couldn't agree more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm um, coming back into yeah. it. We've got it's about 40, 46 minutes so far, so yeah, not nice. bad. But, um, Let's talk a bit about your future, what you're doing. My
1: future, yeah. okay. sorry. I'm super excited. I am going to join the REVO team at Claremont. Um, the week beginning 26th of April, super, super excited. I've got some online clients that will come on board with me and train there. Um, I I look, I love coaching people, and I, you know, the face-to-face interaction is never going to get old. I love people, I love just seeing them transform. It's For me, it's massive. I'm massive on why. Uh, on their why, the goals, uh, mindset. I think it all starts from there. Um, having experienced what I've experienced, um, there's some girls working with me now that do, you know, very much relate with me and understand. So, having that kind of rapport, um, yeah. I just, I just wanna, I just wanna help people. Like, I just wanna help more and more people believe in themselves and believe in like, and really love themselves. Like, I have to tell you, Cash. I would have not believed myself when I said it years ago. But now, like where I'm right now, a few kilos up from stage, I truly love myself. And how often and it actually makes me emotional saying that because I'm like, not many people say that about themselves. And it just like I'm like, wow, like how if you, when you truly love yourself, it's amazing what you attract. Like I've been able to attract a great partner like Steve because I I love myself internally, physically. I'm happy. I'm confident about myself. I'm not perfect, um, you know, but because I do, I'm not seeking happiness in someone else in a relationship. I'm not depending my happiness on anything else. And so I'm adding value and enriching his life as he is mine. Um, In my friendships as well, um, there there is nothing but love. And I want that so much for people because when they start loving themselves, it's incredible what you can achieve up here in your mind and the domino effect it has in your career, you know, family, friendships, everything. Like it's good. <laughs> when I say life is good, I'm like, I'm happy like all the time. <laughs> it's just, it's mad. Like I would never imagine this by myself and I just want that for more and more people yeah I love that yeah
0: I think it's really important like uh I remember a lot um actually in, mm. in high school and different times at school where I would get people uh particularly people that felt very insecure about themselves because that yeah. at high, you know at high school you get a lot of people that feel generally very insecure about themselves yeah. so they'll take it out on other people and I would be get I'd hear the term quite frequently, oh you love yourself or you think you're so good and it's like, Well, I do because I actually generally do. Yeah. Like I'm I like who I am. Yeah. Like I'm not afraid to be me. Yeah. And I've never been like I've never not been that way. I've always been super proud of who I am and if someone doesn't like it, don't look this way. <laughs> look somewhere <Okay>. else. <laughs> like okay. yeah, it's like it's not it's not my job to bring myself down to a level so you feel more comfortable about your misfortune. Yeah, the insecurities. And I've experienced a lot, again, with friendships, mm. with relationships, intimate relationships, is trying to just being me yep. makes other people feel uncomfortable sometimes. That's a pretty bloody good sign that there should, people shouldn't be in, your, in life. your life.
1: Yeah. Oh, I actually agree. And and you will attract... The, the thing is being authentically yourself, completely yourself, is you're going to attract... The people very similar to yourself who align your goals and you know and all have those genuine relationships and friendships um, it's crazy like I've just I'm on social media I've shared being myself and there's you know I've had unfollows and I'm like probably just being myself you know I'm I laugh like <laughs> my crazy laugh um you know and that's just me being me though and then when they said when I've met them out they're like oh my god like you're just yourself I'm like yeah because it's hard to actually try to be someone else, and that's <laughs> a
0: lot of work. Like
1: I couldn't imagine to try to
0: live up to someone else's yeah. frame of how you should be. So yeah,
1: exactly. So why it. would you why would you waste energy doing that? Yeah, exactly. Don't waste like, your just be yourself. Energy <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, there's there's so much to that, and um, yeah, I just I really want more people yeah. to truly love themselves and look after themselves in that way.
0: Um, some big side news. Like you don't right, have to yeah, tell, yeah. tell it to you if you want to share yeah, it, course. season B, would you like to share what you're doing for that?
1: Season B. Uh, okay. Sorry. Um, hence why I've been really relaxed with my reverse yeah.
0: <laughs> So relaxed. It's going well. <laughs> it's are going.
1: Um, I will be starting my prep for season B May 1st. I'm super excited. It is obviously the show that I was prepping for uh, pro league that got canceled in Feb. Um, I want to go for it. I am going for it. Um, season B, so it will be October thirty first this year. Yeah. Um, super excited about that. Um, hoping to qualify for nationals, and then that's like the week after. But I'm um, going a hundred percent all in. Yeah. So that is my news. That's very <laughs>
0: exciting. Yeah. Would you like to share the update on the 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 plan behind it? The plan. Yeah. Well,
1: the coaching. Is... Yes. Yeah. The yes, yeah, coaching. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I won't yep, be doing Bulgarian you split squats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <No, laughs> sure I don't know, do I'm January pretty sure sports. I am going to. <laughs> Probably like uh, three times a week. Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> I'm crying to you. Um, so I will be coached by Troy Thornton. Um, yeah, so he is over east, I believe, Melbourne. I think um, oh, yeah, I should know this. Yeah, sure <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he's Melbourne based. Yeah. So uh, he's coaching. Um, I know Nicole Tan, who's a pro as well. Um, Shane Garcia as well. Hey. Shane Garcia
0: as yeah, well. Shania yeah. Shayna Garcia
1: as well. And then there's a few WA girls that he's coaching as well. So, um, yeah. So it will be very interesting. Um, yeah. Different coach. Obviously I've learned so much from coach cash, uh, and you know, he's coach cash is like we've achieved what we achieved, which has been like epic. And anyone who is here, I, I can't recommend enough, um, coach. Cash uh you've been like incredible to well, me thank you I no no that. true as like <laughs> coach Cash was when I joined Revo he was the first friendly face and I've said this before first friendly face in Revo like I walked in the door I signed up and you know and then he was there and it's like hi like you know welcome amazing such an amazing experience and just meeting you and then we had a few sessions and then I just kind of knew I was like yeah I want to I want to be coached by you and then i just told you i'm like this is my goal yeah
0: <laughs> i want to do
1: this let's make it happen um and yeah so if if you guys are looking for someone who actually really you know it's mindset it's it's beyond it's beyond uh, the sessions that you do yes you're gonna do progress and squats. squads i'm sorry <laughs> but really someone who actually really cares and puts your mental health at first foremost um that's coach cash oh thank you that, that's for you sure. i've honestly i highly respect you for that because for me, that was the biggest thing. And I I know um, you know that in moments that during this prep, I, I might have been able to be so focused on my um, goal that I would have let my mental health slide. And I think um, when you made changes to my macros, nutrition, um, you were very mindful. You were like, cool, we know this is the goal. You didn't say that to me, but you were like, you know what? How about today? Don't worry about counting calories. Just, just eat.
0: intuitively just go chill out and yeah
1: which people would freak out or other like coaches wouldn't do that or other people would freak out because like they don't like the uncertainty no exactly the uncertainty and also it's oh well it's only a few weeks out from show so like what are you doing Mm. but for you you're like no it's mental health first foremost yeah and what that did for me i was like yeah okay that's cool and it was me listening to my body mm and and look, we didn't do anything crazy or drastic. No,
0: like, you were, I mean, out of 30 weeks, you're in deficit for three, so. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people hate me for this. I know, people
1: hate me for this, too. So.
0: Uh, There's one point where we you eat <laughs> almost as much calories me. I was like, this yeah, is horseshit. Yeah. You <laughs> I
1: mean, were eating the same calories. So you yeah, yeah. like, oh, my calorie deficit. Yeah. I'm like, meh.
0: I love it Um, yeah coming back to Troy like I think that's uh, like one of the best decisions you can make coming into season B because he is the best of the best right and like I always I always say to people I'm not a prep coach I'm a strength coach I'll get you strong I know a little bit about how to get the body looking a good way but if you're yeah if you want to be the absolute best of the best find someone who's done that with someone and nail it like hit it and I think that's uh, that takes um It takes a lot to know what you want, right? Yeah. And then to map out a plan to get it takes a team of people. It's never just done by one person. And like, as a coach myself, right, I know that um, any result I've got with anyone, it's never just one person. Mm. It's always a team to get them there. And like, uh, knowing that I've had my place to get you to this point, I know now that Troy is going to get you to like beyond, above and beyond again, which is just like super (laughs) exciting for me because I get to see that, right? Yeah. And that takes a lot of humility from, like, a, a personal position, right? Yeah. A lot of people in this industry get quite, what's the word, um, uh, attached to people. Yeah. And you've got to realize, like, everything in life is fluid. Yeah. And as long as you have things as a, as a, like, as long as you look at things from a positive light and take away the best you can from it, things always come back around to you in one way or another. And um, yeah, like I, I feel like you going on to the season B is gonna be like just,
1: just <laughs> very exciting. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. Like, you've been so awesome. See, see, guys, this is the thing about Coach Cash, like I was freaking out. I had this whole fear, I was like, oh my god, she's sitting there do? trying to tell me
0: coffee. <laughs> she's like, I can't tell you, but I have to tell you. This breaks my heart. I was like, just say it. <laughs> and you he's like, ghost. he's
1: like, you goose, <laughs> just say it. Yeah, <laughs> so like it's was...
0: like there's nothing you can say. <laughs> but
1: you know, it feels like breakup because i've been working with you like you're not going anywhere uh, i'm here like (laughs) for 30 weeks so it is a bit crazy and i think don't like cash says don't be fearful but that's that's a part of growth um that's part of growing and you know like you and i have such a great relationship i've learned so much from you and i'm heck i'm probably gonna learn heaps more from you you know so um yeah it's it's part of growing it's part of being fluid um, Cash wants to see me succeed. Um, he's yeah. We've succeeded together. Be, yeah. You know, we've worked awesome as a team. And um, it, it's both of us growing now. And, yeah, for sure. And I love that. And I think, yeah, if you're a good coach, you would want your clients to succeed. If you're a good business, you would want people under you to succeed, have learned from you, moved on to do bigger, better, better things, yeah. and grown themselves. Like, that's your success as a coach, as a business, as a company. You mm. know, I mean, to see your people like, wow, awesome. They made their, you know, their foundations here and then they've gone to do bigger things. Isn't that your success as a company, as an owner, as a, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you, when you
0: watch people who yeah. work with you go out and do amazing yep. things. Yeah. If that doesn't make you happy, there's something <sighs> wrong with you. Like, you need great. to go speak to someone about that <laughs> shit. Like seriously, like um, I've been there, right? I've been. I, I worked in a place that was uh, what what I thought was one of the best gyms in Perth, mm-hmm. and ways of their teachings and beliefs and methods. I found out surely that it was run by God, like Nazis. Um, mm-hmm. There's only way I can probably <laughs> explain it. Um, and almost every coach that's left there yeah. has done exceptionally well and excelled beyond most people in the Perth fitness industry. Mm. They have no communication and no regard to what those people have done who have left, which I think is really sad. Wow. Um, I just recently on Friday, which was yesterday?
1: Yeah.
0: Thursday. Oh, I think Thursday. it was Thursday. Yeah, yeah, two days ago. Handed my notice with Rebo um, to set a date for when I leave and open up my own facility. Mm. They took that as a lot of um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's gone from my head, but they took that as a good workings for them that one of their trainers can build their business, be so successful that they can go open up their own facility. Mm-hmm. They thought that was so cool. That's awesome. And they sat down and told me how awesome that was for me and like how happy they are. They said, yes, it's sad because we love you yeah. and that you're you know, going to be our competitor. But at the same time, we think that you know we have been able to help you get to this point yeah. is, makes us pretty happy. And apparently
1: that's so cool. Oh, I, just like, was, I
0: was like, ah, oh, yes. cool. like that's the way it should be.
1: Exactly. Um, They've been part of your success yeah. and you, you know, because of you've been there, like you've been successful and like, why would you not be happy? Yeah. Why would you not be proud and be like,
0: holy shit? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> it's like when you told me about yeah. Troy, like, gave him a message. I said, hey, man. So cool. Um Like, Shay, let me know that you take <laughs> taken over the prep and that if there's anything I can do to help or anything you want to know, just let me know. And, like, you know, P.S., love your work and yeah. you guys are going to kill it. And he's like, no, I really appreciate that. And like, that's cool. Like, because I suppose, well, like, when you are, and, like, in my opinion, he's the mm-hmm. best of the best at what he does. Um when you are the best of the best, there's a lot of people who are very uncomfortable with that yeah. and won't acknowledge that yeah. and be uh, intimidated by that. Yeah. Um, if you're that type of person, you should probably just go find something else to do. <laughs> like I think so like- because,
1: like, don't you think, Cash, like, I always refer this as an analogy to, like, a GP, right? You go to a GP. Then yep. you're like, you don't know what's wrong with you. And then they check and they're like, okay, so they will send you off to a person who specializes in yeah, it honestly. that's how i see as a coach as like obviously troy is he's obsessed with iv pro league yeah like you know life. that's his life yeah. like he is building a bikini pros that's what that's his thing that's what he specializes in um and for me because my goal is like this is my one goal before i set to have my ultimate goal of having babies
0: yeah um, <laughs> i actually actually to ask you, what happens if you win your pro card
1: uh, oh it's a problem <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess, <laughs> You're like, like baby's gonna hold off from it, but no, I love quite, that. Like yeah. that's something you mentioned to me, right? It was like yeah. you know your ultimate goal is to be a mum, so you want to go out yeah. with the best you possibly can. Yes. and I love that because like yeah. I know that's the path you need to go down. It's, yeah it's, exactly because
1: uh, you understand like that and it's beyond this comp because I, because I know what my future plan is and what you know what I want in my life uh, my non-negotiable is is being a mum and that's big for me and this goal for me I still want to achieve it and it's this year so if I'm going to have one crack at it it's you know like you say it's the best of the best specialises it in that yeah. um, and that's what I'm going for so yeah. and I think like that's why you were so supportive you were like yeah cool um, i'll back you up like i'm so proud of you you were so excited for me so i'm like that that's awesome and that's you wanting to see me to succeed and i'm like i i so respect that yeah Yeah, i
0: respect (laughs) you telling me because i've had other competitors who are prepped for shows yeah right got x amount weeks out left me for another coach and completely didn't acknowledge my existence and then the other coaches took all the credit (laughs) for what i've done like x amount maybe years worth of work Yeah, yeah and they came in at two weeks out when this is my client oh. doing so well. I'm like, <laughs> uh, fuck you too. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, fuck both of you. But cool. at the same time, I never say that. Inside, uh, I, I internalize that. And I a better out to, hey, look, you guys did really well. I know good. what I've done. I'm not going to say I don't need to say anything else. No, because yep. at the same time, I'm like, look, they are in a position where they feel they're doing yeah. themselves a favor and they're putting themselves on edge. That's cool. Like... What people portray shouldn't affect how you feel, yeah. like or what you believe, right? And like, if you believe that you've done a good job with someone and you've done everything you can to get them to a point and it's helped them in some way, mm. you can sleep at night. Yep. If someone else doesn't acknowledge that, fuck him. Who cares? Yeah, like, it's, exactly. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: absolutely. I you're to. I know if that was
0: a bit of a tangent there, but anyway, doing a rant about that. Bit of <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking bullshit <much> about that. <laughs> 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 Journalist. <laughs> oh, right.
0: Well, I think we'll wrap it up there, Shay. So awesome. I'll chuck your details, your business page down on the, um, description of the podcast. So Thank if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, please click, um, the description yep. so you can see Shay's profile. Please give her a follow because you'll see her going into a journey for season B coming up. Yay. Uh, if you are listening to this at any other point other than when I'm posting it, this is, uh, 20, 2021 and we're in April, aren't we? So April you're about 10th. 28 weeks out from comp. Yep. Um, so yeah, check her out and if you are interested in having someone who's going to help you love yourself, find your why and dive deep into your um, existence and being and reasons why you're doing what you're doing, go chat to Shay because she's great at this and that mm-hmm. will, I think that will be her one thing that sets her apart as an, awesome tra- as an awesome coach, um, is that she'll be able to help you reach those goals through mindset.
1: Thank you so much, Cash. Thank you so much for everything, honestly. Love you. Love your work. Um, yeah, you uh, have inspired me. And you have been also the reason why I have been able to believe in myself. Even, yeah, like there were times I had so much self-doubt and Cash had so much belief in me. So thank you. It's okay. <laughs> All
0: right. Thanks for listening, crew.
1: Thanks, guys.